0: just a bloke in a bar. Welcome to the Captain's Run, the last show of the season. Smithy, we made it. We didn't get kicked off air.
1: <laughs> We're still here, mate. How good.
0: Mate, How uh, good. my reports from, from where your location is is that Smithy's actually currently on a yacht somewhere in the Mediterranean Sea. That's why he's uh he may sound a, a little bit distant, but he you know what? He he turns up. He always turns up, Smithy. How you been, mate?
1: I've uh, I've been good, mate. I've been good. I'm just I'm um, just uh, I have just i could not make it to the studio. I'm away with my family. Um, I'm in the sunny coast. I'm not in the Mediterranean. Of course we can't leave. We can't leave. We can't leave Australian waters. It's it's illegal at the moment. But um, no, I'm uh, I'm just up the sunny coast. Just enjoying a few days um, of, of downtime before we we get into this grand final, mate. So. Can't wait! It's it's going to be a cracker. Although although the my uh, my old team, the Storm, they they faltered in the in the biggest game for them in the season. Uh, this one's going to be a beauty. Penrith versus uh, versus Rabbitohs. It was it was a good matchup first week of the finals, mate, wasn't it? So um, can't wait to see this one go around again on Sunday.
0: Oh mate, it's going to be a cracker! But before we get to the chat, we've got a fifty dollar voucher to give away for Adventure Kings to the best text we get today. Text oh four five seven seven three six seven three six to win. And we'll pick a winner at random uh, thanks to the super-tough Adventure Kings camper trailer. Tough enough mm-hmm. for Australia. But we've got some bad news to get to if you're, first if you're a footy fan. A few of the boys mm. have been playing up, putting themselves in stupid yes. situations. Uh, you know, obviously, you want to let your hair down after the after the season. But at the same time, you've always got to remember you're a professional athlete. We've got uh, Cameron Munster. Uh, we've got Brandon Smith. And there may be another yes. player, I'm not sure, um, that's involved. I in think the it's Chris Lewis, mate. Chris Lewis mm-hmm. and then we've got Reese Walsh obviously uh, being asked to move on and then 45 minutes later the cops came back they arrested him because he didn't move on they searched him they found a bag uh, of illegal substances in his pocket uh, you know what are your thoughts on on, on all of this you know' it's, it's such a complex mm-hmm. complicated situation because there's it's it is a hundred percent wrong but it's very yeah. hard to pull the boys in after a season you let him go you know it's it's such a tough balance to to keep
1: yeah, it is. It is campy, and I realise you know these boys have they've been on, um, you know, a pretty intense, um, you know, sort of training um, cycle and, and and playing regime and all that sort of stuff. But at the end of the day, like, there's really no way of of putting other than just it's just a poor choice. It's dumb. It really is. You know, these boys know the rules. It's it's illegal um, in society. It's illegal. Um, within it, within the game of rugby league, um, sure. Like this, this is this is part of society. Young people go out, and and we all know that um, there are drug issues in in society. Yeah. But I'd like to think that these guys are a little bit smarter than than the way they've acted. Um, only a week after they finished, mm. you know, like to to allow, you know, sort of outsiders into a room, and then they've got phones out filming. Um, you know ricy walsh like he's a young man with the world at he, at his feet he's got so much opportunity to do so well with his football career and then and beyond um you know just out on the town and the gold coast he had the, he had the opportunity to, to leave and go home wow but he decided but he decided to come back and and that's when you know the the substance was found in his possession it's just it's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling to to see you know these guys make these poor poor choices, and and particularly you look at guys like um, um, you know Cameron Munster and and Brandon Smith, um, you know they're two guys that are considered leaders of that Melbourne Storm squad, and they're former teammates of mine, and I'm, I'm I'm you know I'm being I'm as disappointed as anyone mm. um, with with the choices that they made. I'm, I'm extremely disappointed with. What they what they've what they've done um, post their their uh, their prelim final on the weekend um, it's just it's just a really poor choice and and the thing that that that's disappointing there's a few things that is disappointing for me is one now they they put so much heat and spotlight on on the Melbourne Storm as an organisation they They've put so much spotlight on all their current teammates and and the former players because you know we're all I played my entire career there. Billy Slater played his entire career there. Ryan Hoffman played for the most part of his career there. Same with Cooper Gronk. All these all these wonderful players who, for their entire career, did the right thing. Mm.
0: Very true. They
1: made the right choices. Same as, same as Matt Geyer and, and Steve Kearney and all these guys that, that started the club back in 98 when really not many people wanted a club or a franchise in Melbourne. Mm. That's the most disappointing thing and the thing that annoys me. Mm. And, you know, it's just it's taken a lot of those people a long period of time to build that organization um, and have it be held in such a high regard throughout this country as, as one of the great sporting organizations, not just in rugby league, but across all sports yeah. in Australia. And then, you know, you got guys wanting to make just, just dumb choices and, and they can bring it all, all down in, in an instant. Um, and then on top of that can be like, you know, now, now they've got a, they put pressure on themselves. They put pressure on, you know, their their partners, their families at home. You know, people will be asking them questions. It's just, I don't know. I, I just don't know what they are thinking in those moments. And I understand. I understand. There's a lot of people at the same age as them out out in out in the world doing this. But these guys are they've they've got a wonderful opportunity to do some great things in their life while they're playing football.
0: Mm, no, absolutely. I th- I think uh, from an outside looking in, I didn't even think about you know perspective as an ex-player that has given you know blood, sweat, and tears to build that brand up. I didn't even think about mm. that perspective. But from mm. just an analyst's perspective, uh, it's disappointing because Munster was developing, and not to say this is he's not going to go on to be a great leader, but you could see the growth mm. over the last few years. And this is obviously a speed bump again. It doesn't mean he can't be the great leader that we want him to be. And the same with, with mm. Brandon Smith. But yeah, it was. Um, it was surprising, absolutely. And you're, and you're right. Look, it, this is part of society and young people. They go out and enjoy themselves. But uh, at the end of the day, it is the wrong thing to do. And mm. I'm sure they'll be uh, facing the music. But now on to – sorry, we're going to get in some more bad news for you, smithy. Uh, mm. The Storm. Jeez. The Storm goes yes. down to Penrith. <laughs> and yes. Manly lose to the Rabbitohs. What, what's your overall thoughts mm. on of the weekend's games? They were – so different yet so
1: entertaining yeah well mate we spoke about it in the lead up last week so we did like our predictions and and i actually thought like the results were what well, the, the other way around i, mm. I thought the manly uh, souths game was going to be quite a a, a close battle mm. and then and then i was i was very confident that melbourne um, if they if they started well that they could they could turn that match into a blowout mm. but that they ended up it ended up being completely opposite where um, you know, South were the ones that started extremely well and they just didn't let up. And, you know, in the end, I know Manly scored a couple of late tries, um, but I, I feel as though they, they put the queue in the rack maybe with, you know, 10 or 12 minutes to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a – oh, look, just, it was just a great performance, wasn't it, by by the Rabbitohs. Um, they, they completely outclassed Manly and, and probably left, you know, a few question marks around that Manly side, and, and whether they were actually um, able to to compete with with the top teams this year. I, I think they finished the year, mate. They didn't they didn't actually beat you know Melbourne, Penrith, or the Rabbitohs mm. um, at, at any stage throughout the year. So there's probably a few question marks over over where they are really at. But then the Penrith um, Storm game, well that that sort of lived up to the expectation of. Yeah, you know, the grand final sort of coming a week early, but the team that took it out was, was the team that not many people really gave a chance to, you know, Penrith. And Absolutely. the way they the way they and it can't be the way the way they won it is and it's what I've seen a a, a huge change I, I guess in their the way they approach their football this year is they've taken I reckon they've taken a more defensive mindset into these big matches rather than going out to score points, whereas last year was all about scoring. Mm-hmm. It was all about scoring tries, scoring points and, and you know, finishing the game with a big scoreline and, and sort of trying to blow teams off the park in the first half. Yeah, yep. Whereas I think this year, they're, they're maybe a lesson learned from 2020 where they, they go, right, I like, it's, it's okay to you know, put big scorelines on in, in these um, normal you know, premiership games throughout the year. But the big games, the big games are won on the back of defence. Oh,
0: absolutely. I think the Penrith Panthers have matured so much in the last 12 months. I, I really mm. feel that, you know, the, the same if you had the same Penrith Panthers side uh, come into these games this year where it's mm. not necessarily clicking for them in attack, yet they're still finding no. ways to win, whereas That's right. that Penrith side 12 months ago, they, they arguably get blown off the park because it doesn't start working for them in attack and they start getting frustrated. Uh, yep. And I just think Nathan Cleary, his growth – over the last twelve yes. months, has, he's gone from young superstar to not not veteran, mm-hmm. obviously, but a mature, no. calm, collected, big game player.
1: Yeah, I, I think you're right, mate. And having another year um, in that Origin sort of arena, it, it helps most definitely. You know, playing alongside of other elite players, um, having gone through that final series last year, and he would have he would have spent that whole off season preseason period thinking about what. Yeah, he could have done differently throughout the final series, particularly the grand final, and and how to be a better player. I think, and with maturity too. Like as you mentioned, Kempe, like I think Nathan now he's got a lot more patience in his game too. Mm. Like he's not just trying to look for the big play straight away. Like he's, like well, he came up with a fantastic play on the weekend, um, which you know everyone's saying was a was a planned move, and it worked perfectly when he sort of picked the ball up from dummy half and kicked it out to to Stephen Crichton uh, to score early in the match. But, you know, you don't you don't see him going for the big plays too much anymore. His kicking game is so con- controlled and very deliberate. Mm. You know, uh, this is with a guy that's like, how he's only like 23 or 24 something like that. You know, yep. like, he's still a very young man and um, he's playing um, well above his years. And, um, you know, he's going to have to be at his very best this weekend if they're going to win the premiership.
0: Absolutely, and and just the final thoughts before we go to a break. I just think that with the manly, they have the they have the squad. Now they need to get the mindset. I think of going into big games. It seems that when they go into big games, they they seem to be similar to Penrith last year, where if it doesn't go right for them, they start looking for points straight away instead of being patient, getting through their sets. Um, Storm, I just think it was an uncharacteristic uh, performance from. I don't think there's much to worry about them. It's just the way footy is, but. Uh, Don't forget to send us a text, 0457 736 736. This is a Captain's Run with Cameron Smith for Best Sheds. Say big with Best Sheds. Massive spring sale and super tough Adventure Kings camper trailer. Tough enough for Australia. Back shortly on SEN. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Make sure to download the app, the SEN app, if you haven't already. And choose the text, 0457 736 736. But we've got a bunch of texts here. We've got a great text, actually. Hey, get a goat and beak. If you're the new expansion club and you can sign any current player, any current r- rookie to build the club around, who would it be?
1: Oh, geez, uh, that's a that's a really good one. Uh, current, any current player? Yep. On contract, off contract. On contract, off contract. Oh, geez, I, I'd I'd probably go Cleary. Yeah,
0: you? yeah. I mean, I, I'd go. Like he's still
1: like he's not like we were talking about it before. Can be like he's not a, he's not anywhere near halfway in his career yet. Like, he's still, he's only sort of three, or four seasons in. Like, I think Cleary's the man for me.
0: Yeah, I would go either Cleary or Munster. Just the Munster factor because he's won premierships, he's won Origin. So, mm. you know, you know at least True. that they're going to be bringing a winning formula, you know, and they've yes. been there and done it. But, I mean, Cleary as well, like, obviously, I'll take either one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, rookie, rookie, I would be going probably someone along the lines of, a. if you've already got your half, mm-hmm. I would probably go maybe a Schuster, uh, yes. you know, really to pair him well with that half, I, w- you know, Sam Walker and Reese Walsh spring out to spring to mind. But if you've already got that half, mm. you know, you yep. may be putting too much of your cap into those two positions.
1: What about a, what about a pain half?
0: Oh yes. That's a great one.
1: Yep. I mean, he's now he's twenty one and he twenty. yep, twenty one, I think like he's like he's a baby. Yep. And like he he's been far and away, you know Bronco's best over the last you know two seasons. so I think he'd be a he'd be a, you know a fair player to build a club around.
0: I'm changing my answer. I also say uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh if Souths win this week, is Adam Reynolds the mm-hmm. best buy for two thousand and twenty two
1: already, and is it an even oh. bigger loss if they win? Look, that's a great question. Like, I still can't believe that he's not going to be at Rabbits next year. I still can't believe wow. it. Like, the the thing I couldn't get my head around this year was that they only offered him a twelve month contract, considering the way he like his current form. Like through through that um, contract discussion with, with the club, like, yep. I think I think the Broncos have I think the Broncos have made a, a huge signing. And and getting Adam Reynolds. Like, oh. It's just I just I just I still cannot believe that the Rabbits only offered him twelve months.
0: Oh mate, absolutely. I think that uh, a guy like Reynolds, the fact okay, what's what usually happens in these situations, in my opinion, is like the key the issue is a guy like Reynolds wants a mm. million dollars for four years. That and you're mm. like, Oh, and it's a hard ask, and you're like, I just don't know if he's got any he apparently and I've spoken to him, he only wanted the two years. Which doesn't seem that unreasonable. Like, is it really oh. going to hurt your? What what can't you get out of Reynolds? Let's say he's injured in that second last the second last year, and he plays mm. ten games. Surely yep. you can squeeze enough experience and knowledge out of him to make it worth it, you know? Yeah.
1: Well, well, mate. On on top of that, Campy like he's he's your skipper, he's your goal kicker. He's he's one of the best. He's got one of the best general play kicking. Um, games in the t- competition. Right. Right? He's, he's one of the best generals going around. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it's just, I, 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 look, there's obviously, you know, they must have had some sort of um, issues with the cap and how much room they had in it moving forward. But, I, you yeah, know, I think it's just a huge buy for, for the Broncos and they'll see some, um, they'll get some really massive rewards from having him a part of the team next year.
0: Oh, absolutely. Just the fact that, and, and to think, what I, what I love about the signings uh, of the Broncos is Kurt Catewell and Reynolds are both in arguably, not arguably, career best form in my opinion, both players. Oh,
1: uh, yep, um, definitely, mate. And, and, and it's just funny, like, they're both, they're both playing their final game for their respective clubs this weekend against each other.
0: Yep, absolutely. So just,
1: just another little sort of uh, sub-story to what um, will be coming Sunday.
0: And it's, it's also, it's so good to think as a Broncos fan, you're getting two grand finalists from opposite ends of the spectrum. So you're basically getting the full raft of experience of a grand final mm. to your team mm. in key positions. So, yeah, absolutely yep. huge. But speaking of uh, the grand final, there has been a lot of conjecture about Reynolds and how badly he's injured. He say his groin mm. is strained, uh, mm. which, it, again, he wasn't kicking, but he didn't look like he was moving any poor he played really well into especially defense
1: yeah yeah man i I was at the game and he um he seemed like he was moving quite freely now i'm not too sure whether you know he's had some sort of like pain killing um assistance or or what or what it was but he he seemed to be running okay like the experience i've had with you know a lot of my teammates I, i was lucky enough not to have any groin issues throughout my career but the guys that have had Groin issues, uh, you know, throughout the you know training or even in games, like the, it's it's almost debilitating. Like they you can, they can hardly move, like their movement's quite restricted. Yeah. Um, but he looked he looked okay, and when I seen him warming up, um, in in uh, you know pre-game when he was doing some goal kicking, um, like he wasn't he wasn't trying to like stretch his groin or test his groin in any type of movement. Like it, I seen him like stretching out his quads. So you know whether it's maybe. Uh, like an, an adductor or, or a quad strain, I'm, I'm not too sure. Um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not at, at any stage trying to say it's not his groin. It may well be. Like, that's what they're telling us. But um, he, it didn't seem to hamper him. Mm. But, but um, you know, if this is a, a really tight match, you know, um, we've seen Taft take the, the goal-kicking duties the other night. Obviously, Latrell Mitchell's not there. Mm. And, um, you know, he hasn't got a lot of dogging experience in big matches. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hopefully, it doesn't come down to the young fella, you know, sort of having to slot, <laughs> slot one to win the match for him. Um, but, yeah, I think if Reynolds doesn't kick, that responsibility will fall on uh, the young man.
0: Surely, if you're Reynolds, you just kneel her up and tear her off the bone. Just tear her off the bone if you have to to get the job done in a grand final. <laughs> You know what I mean? I mean, I know it's not groin I'm talking about.
1: Just tear it off the bone, surely. He's got, he's, he's got a he's got a, a pretty long uh, sort of contract to think about for the Broncos, mate. But um, oh, look, I, I just think he, he like he'll play, like he'll yeah. be there. Mm. There's no doubt about that. And and you know, like it, it's a grand final. Like yeah. these players will they will. They will do whatever they can to be out in the field because there's there's no doubt every single player that takes the field this weekend they'll be carrying some sort of niggling injury. Absolutely. they'll have a knock or a bruise or, or something that they've carried for the last you know four to six weeks. Um, and and obviously Adam will be one of them, but I'm I'm guessing he'll be he'll be ready to go, mate. he'll, he'll be ready to go and he'll go and play well.
0: Mate, it's, uh, what, what is interesting, and we spoke about this off-air, is how open they have been about the fact that he has that injury. Usually yeah. There's this, you yeah. know, games being played. Is he injured? Is he not injured?
1: Thoughts on mm. that just
0: quickly before we get our break.
1: Yeah, well, that's, well. He, he announced it straight after the, the, the win on the weekend in the, in the prelim and said, yeah, look, I've, I've got a groin strain middle of the week um, at training, so I just thought I'd stay away from the kicking tonight. And, yeah, just straight up, just told everyone what was happening. So... I can imagine there might be a little bit of traffic coming his way um, in the Grand final.
0: This is a Captain's Run with Cameron Smith for super tough Adventure Kings camper trailer, tough enough for Australia and Best Shed. Save big with Best Shed's massive spring sale. Back shortly on SEN. Welcome back to the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. If you haven't downloaded the app, make sure to download the app. But we've got more text here, Smithy, more text. We've got from uh, Alex. He says, Kempion and Cam, thoughts on South's underrated right edge? I thought Campbell Graham and Jason Paulo's defence... Has been unbelievable, up there with the best I've seen since the beak.
1: <laughs> <laughs> since the beak. It, well, mate, they, they were pretty good. They were pretty good. They leaked um, two tries late in that game um, where Campbell Graham, he sort of just he got burned on the outside. But like I said at the start of the show, I, I reckon they'd, they'd put the cue on the rack by then. Um, they were thinking. They were thinking grand final with with ten minutes to go, and just I think a bit of self preservation, um, to be honest. Just making sure that no one they, no one injured themselves or even got themselves in trouble with a, any sort of charge or suspension. Um, but yeah, look, they've been they've been fantastic, and and I know a lot of the a lot of the. Um, uh, I guess fanfare goes to the left edge where um, you know, Walker and Gagai uh, are out there, and um, they combine a lot with well, mostly Latrell throughout the year. But um, look, that, they they've got a very good, well-rounded footy side at the moment. And um, the the one thing they they're always spoken about, you know, their their attacking prowess and how they just seem to be able to tear teams apart with their attack. Um, but the thing that they've really have improved on over the past, you know, four to six weeks has been their defense. And we mentioned this about Penrith earlier too, that the big games, the, you know, defense is what wins the big matches. So Penrith, they're the best defensive side um, stats-wise in 2021. But uh, the Rabbitohs, they, they bring a pretty good record um, into this grand final um, from the past four to six weeks. So um, it's going to be a really good matchup.
0: Mate, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, just quickly, um We've got uh, uh, just a question. It's just scrolled past me, but basically, just oh, on the on the the storm, they had such uh, one of the most dominant final performances only two weeks ago, and then turned around yep. and they had one of the they struggled. How do you fix yep. that? You know.
1: Well, yeah, it's a, it's a good question, um, but they just they look like they just started maybe a little bit nervously, Kempe, and and whether that was just you know the occasion um yeah i would like to think they the, the occasion didn't get to them because they've got a lot of players that have played in big matches whether it be you know finals grand finals origins test matches um you yeah, know the the side's littered with representative players um but you know maybe it was just because they hadn't they hadn't sort of played um in a game where it was so tightly contested for a long time mm. like that first match that they played against manly um you know and we reviewed it uh week after that that uh, that first week of finals, Manly just didn't turn up in the right mindset. So the Storm actually, they won that game and they did it comfortably. Yeah, So comfortably. Like they were never pushed at all in that match. They scored earlier for Manly mistaken and think they just kept scoring try after try after try and they weren't really tested at all. Whereas they turned up on the weekend where Penrith, they made it hard for Melbourne they applied pressure to Melbourne constantly and yeah, they just come up with some uncharacteristic mistakes. You know, balls were hitting the ground balls weren't finding the mark where it usually would. Um, And off the back of, you know, two big, two big losses only, you know, sort of 10, 15 minutes into the match with Brandon Smith and Christian Welsh that contributed as well. Um, But, you know, like if, they played nowhere near their best or, or or at the at the level of what everyone had become accustomed to um, in in this season.
0: Here's a, a text that actually parlays into something I wanted to talk about hey boys Jimmy here a parlay, yeah, that's a. Uh, I think that's a hmm. correct use of the word, but I could be wrong. Yes, I've, been, yes, I've been known to be incorrect on numerous occasions. Uh, <laughs> hey, boys, Jemmy here. Are the new big three? Is a JT Billy and the Goat in the Queensland coaching staff? First, I want to ask you, Smithy, thoughts on the great Billy Slater getting the gig. Secondly, have there been any discussions or reachings out to yourself?
1: Well, um, look. First, firstly, on the appointment of Bill, look, oh, I think it's great. It's great for the footy side, it's great for Queensland rugby league and, and the entire state. Like he is, like he's a legend of Queensland rugby league. Mm. There's no doubt about it. And, you know, he's only just recently retired. He's only been out of the game now for what, three years, um, you know, so it, it, it hasn't been a long time, but the one thing he, he has done is he has stayed um, in touch with, with the game, um, whether it be, you know, through his, his media commitments um, or doing coaching, or like he's been doing, he's, a, he's an assistant coach or he has a coaching role with the Melbourne Storm. So he's up to date with the modern game and the way it changes. And, and a lot of the things that you've seen, particularly in attack with the Melbourne Storm over the last, you know, couple of years has been through the the advice and, and the contribution of, of Billy. Oh, wow. So, you know, for those questioning, you know, his, his ability as a coach, like it's, I think that's just wiped straight away. And when you talk to guys like Pappenhausen and Nico Hines, in particular, those two players at, at, at Melbourne, you know, and they talk about their development, you know, they, they always give a lot of credit to Billy and the work that he has done with them and showed them how to, you know, become a better player or a more consistent player and how to add to their game. Um, so there's no doubt that he will do a fantastic job for this footy side. And, and I, I did speak to him maybe oh, three, four weeks ago. I haven't spoken to him since. Um, and he spoke about you know the opportunity to maybe coach um, the Queensland side. This is when um, I think the QRL um, were meeting with with Paul Green and they were they were unsure of what was happening. Yeah. Um, so you know I think he's excited, mate. I think he's really excited about the opportunity that he has now to go and just try to help this current footy side and particularly the young guys coming through, just starting out. Um, trying to help them improve as players, as people, and and to try and um, you know at the end of the day the goal is to make the team play well and hopefully um, allow them to to raise the shield after the series is finished.
0: If he does, if he does reach out, is it something that you'd be interested in enjoying the staff, or you're you're enjoying uh, retirement, living
1: the good life on a yacht? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I, yeah, I must admit, I, like, I, I'm enjoying what I've been doing at the moment and, and it hasn't been, um, things haven't been too hectic for me. And, and yeah, you know, I must say, like, I'm very lucky to be in that position. But, um, you know, I, I think, you know, working with particularly younger players, I, I thoroughly enjoy that in the last, you know, few years of my career at Melbourne. Mm. Um, you know, seeing those young guys come along and develop as as players and people. Um so you know, if, if Bill was to reach out and, and ask my sort of level of interest in that, you know, I'm, I'm, there's no doubt I'd I'd be interested. Mm. It would just it, it's the same as everything else, mate. That I, my decisions in in life it, it would just have to fit in with what I'm doing right now. Mm. And as much as I I I love um, the state of origin, and I love the Queensland jersey, and and I love everything about our state and our people, you know. Um, it needs to. It needs to fit in with you know, my life and and my commitments, my personal commitments and my family commitments right now. Mm. Um, that's really what it'll come down to. And and if it does, then I'll, I'd certainly you know want to go in there and, and help um, help Billy out any way I can.
0: Now, just quickly before we go to break. The mm. Tavita Pangai Junior has come out and basically he's been ruled out, and he has said that mm. part of the reason, or one of the big reasons, why he, he stepped aside was because a young Spencer Lenu, who's been a part of that squad, local junior, he felt yes. like it was only fair that he played in a grand final. Um, thoughts on Tavita Pangai Junior's turnaround, because, and also thoughts on how much it's going to impact the squad because he's been fantastic for them since he's come down.
1: Oh, he has, Kemper. He's been he has been outstanding, and he. Provide a lot of impact when he came on on the weekend. He, he just and he got under Christian Welsh's skin, didn't he? Yeah, absolutely. I think that was part of his role to get on, get out there and, and get under his skin. But uh, the same with Leno, he was he, um, he's he been dynamic. Mm. He's just a little pocket, well, he's not little, but he's just he's he's built low to the ground and he's just like a big rock. And um, he'll do a good job. And yeah, that's a that's a pretty good thing to do um, from to be to Pangai is to you know, make that decision early in the week to allow. Um, Linu, to to prepare for this game. Um,
0: I'll have to I'll and, have to stop you know, there, it's... Smithy. I'll have to stop you there because we have to go to the break. Apologies, the great one. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> this is a captain's run with Cameron Smith for Best Sheds. Best Sheds save big, massive spring sale and super tough Adventure King's camper trailer. Tough enough for Australia. Back shortly on SEM. Welcome back to the captain's run, and it's our favourite time of the episode. It's we universally rejoice when this man. <laughs> Graces our ears with his angelical voice. It is the great Tristan from Top Sport. How are you going, mate?
2: Tristan. Very good, can't be very good, Smithy. How's everyone going there?
0: Mate, fantastic, fantastic. Can't complain.
2: Oh, that's good. No one listens anyway. So um we got, we got a big <laughs> uh, we, got, we got a big weekend at sport, aren't we? Big rugby league grand final. Uh um, I'm pumped for it. The old Panthers go in as favourites after their big underdog victory against Steve Storm. Mm. They're a dollar sixty eight. Uh, South Sydney 225 and the lines three and a half. There's actually been a push just South oh. Sydney since Davida Pangai was rolled out this, uh, ruled out this morning from 230 into 225. Smithy, do you think that has any impact on on the game? Like he was pretty key there against the Storm, I thought.
1: Yeah, he was. I just we just spoke with Kempi about that, mate, and how he got out there and got under a lot of the um, players' skins of the Melbourne Storm. So uh, look, that's a huge wrap uh, for Davida. Um, I'm just actually surprised by the turnaround with like they were playing. Like huge odds against Melbourne, and now they come into this game as favourites. Wow!
2: Yeah, it was an interesting one. They were they were three fifty against Melbourne, but if we if we look yeah. back three weeks, where Penrith actually played South Sydney in week one of the finals, and they were $1.25 twenty mm. five in that week in that game against South Sydney. So it's amazing how um obviously South on a way, big wave of momentum, they were ridden off about four weeks ago when Latrell got suspended, but being, yeah. you know and we know Wayne's going to have them um, prime for this game. Penrith a dollar sixty eight. Mm. Plenty of differing opinions, which is great, but the the key market that's always a uh, focal point in uh, grand final betting is the Clive Churchill Medal, where uh, Nathan Cleary goes Ooh. in as four dollars favourite. Uh, Cody Walker seven, Cameron Murray ten, Damien Cook twelve, Isaiah Yeo for the Panthers. I reckon he's a really good tip for the Panthers at thirteen dollars, and then Adam Reynolds to complete the fairy tale last game at South Sydney's fourteen dollars. What's your
1: your your guys' thoughts there? Mm, that's a it's a tough one. Like you, straight away, you're thinking, um, yeah, like your Walker or Cleary because like they did so well throughout the year. They finished pretty high on that Dalie tally. But I tell you what, a good smoky is Isaiah Yo. He does so much work for that Pandora side. If if throw out a win, um, I think he's a real roughie. And for Sows, I don't know if there's a bit of value there, um, Trano, but maybe maybe your, your Cam Murray's. Mate, Cam I, at ten dollars.
0: I'm going Cam Murray yeah. and Isaiah Yo out of the, the two I, because I just think that their their worst game is like an eight That's out of right. ten. Um That's right. And also, grand final is it's all about those moments, those little moments that your butlers get you the the little victory, whether it's a try saving tackle, whether it's in the middle yeah. of the ruck and you're cleaning up on the inside trailing. And I just think those two have those moments regularly during the season. Yep. Um yep. no, I agree with that. What about racing tips? What about races? Speak to me. Speak to me.
1: Yeah,
2: we, we've got one today. Randwick, racing. <laughs> Randwick race three. I, I think uh, they, you know, it's been backed a little bit since this morning. Uh, number nine. I'll, this is not a name that I resonate well with. Beat test. Race three, number nine, <laughs> Randwick. Uh, it's been backed into two dollars fifty. I think you jump on that top fuck, I, I, I think it's going to be very hard to beat. It's one two on the trot out of the O'Shea yard. Uh, J Mac uh, on board. I think two dollars fifty. It'll drift a little bit late. <laughs> Take it top fuck and you'll be right. Mate, uh, what, thank was your,
1: what was your best score in the beep test, Reno?
2: Yeah. Oh, very, very low. I, <laughs> I, I, uh, I uh, wasn't even registering.
0: <laughs> mate, uh, Tristan, thank you so much for uh, joining us. I think this is our last episode for the whole se- whole season, mate, the whole year. So uh, hopefully we'll see you next year.
2: No, I appreciate the uh, appreciate being on board with you guys. Enjoy the partnership, and uh, yeah, all the best. Hopefully we uh, we can do it again next year.
1: Mate, absolutely.
0: Thanks, mate. See you then, mate.
1: Whether it's same-game multi or head-to-head betting, Top Sport gives you top dollar for everything NRL.
2: Gamble responsibly.
0: Welcome back to the Captain's Round, and we've got to announce a winner. Now, the winner is Jenna that asked a great question, and we got a bit out of Smithy as to where he stood with the Queensland assistant coaching role Mm. or helping in some capacity. So Jenna is the winner of the $50 voucher from Adventure Kings. Well done, Uh, the, the great Adventure Kings. I mean, when we talk about quality product, we're talking about Adventure Kings. Super tough Adventure Kings camper trailer. Tough enough for Australia. If it's tough enough for Australia, it's tough enough for me, Smithy. Uh, me too,
1: brother.
0: Um, now, we have... Let's let's get into a preview because I want to have a bit of time to speak the preview. We've got five minutes or we've got four and a half minutes okay. here. I've okay. been racking my brain as to what each team needs to do to, to nullify the other one. The interesting thing with Cleary is that you can mm. tell they had come up with plays to try to nullify the storm, Storm's kick pressure. I noticed early in the game... Storm got off the line and he had a an out ball for an in ball uh, that nearly yep. scored. It only was Kenny Bromwich's incredible trail inside that saved yep. the try. But that kind of mm. made Storm just be wary not to chase too hard from the inside and leave that gap open. So I don't know what kick pressure's going to yep. do if they continue that. But where do you see each team winning and losing the battle?
1: Well, I think that's still key, though. I think you, you're just going to – you can't give him time and space. You really can't. You, you need to take – a lot of time away from him, particularly only with his kicking game, because if you don't, we, we've seen on the weekend what he can do. He can put it on a ten cent piece um, when he's got time. Um, so you know, just the, the, the kick pressure guys—they're going to have to be backed up um, by the other defenders um, in their team. Yeah. Um, and it really, like, it's through this through this final series, Kempi It's it's really been, and I don't know. This is you know, this is fairly common sense to a lot of people that follow rugby league, but. The teams that have gone out and started well, um, and been able to you know complete at a a really high high uh, percentage rate, and can and can try and you know take a lot of uh, energy away from the opposition in that first forty minutes, they've gone on to win the game. We've only seen we've only really seen a couple of blowouts um, in in the matches across the three uh, weeks of the final series, but. Um, in the in the close games, it's it's been the teams that have gone out and started well, and just made the opposition, um, you know, use up a lot of petrol in the tank early.
0: Mm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we look. We only need to look at the the, the Storm versus Manly game. Uh, you know, mm. looked at Storm versus Panthers to an extent. I think it was like at one point, Storm were at fifty percent completion rate in this in the first That's half right. there. Uh, that 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 first twenty minutes. Because I guess you do have that added pressure of like the momentum early, um, it really does seem to indicate who's going to win the game. I would, love to go, I would love to dive deeper into that and see like if you win the first 20 minutes, how, how far does that go?
1: How often? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Do you go on to win the game? What are your thoughts mm. on Cody Walker? Is there a way to shut Cody Walker's incredible ball playing down?
1: Oh mate, it's really hard because like he's just he's just such an instinctive player. He's very different to Cleary. Like Cleary, Cleary can play a bit of heads up footy um, and just you know play sort of what he sees. But he's very he's I, I believe he's quite structured and deliberate with the way he plays. And, yeah. and they've got a quite a, a yeah you know, a very strong game plan built around him, um, where he's got he gets the ball as a first receiver and's he got runners inside, outside runners out the back on those block plays. He's got a strong kicking game, but. Walker's Walker's very much different. Like he just, if he spots something, he'll 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 change sides of the field and he'll get over there and get the ball in his hands. We seen that try he scored by the kick infield by Damien Cook the other night. He got knocked over thirty five meters out from the try line. Looked like he was injured mm-hmm. after kicking the ball. One, I think Cam Murray ran down, batted the ball back. The South ended up with the ball in their hands. He got up off the ground, sensing that there was going to be an opportunity ran 35 metres, mm. jumped on a loose ball and scored four points. Right. That's the type of player that Cody Walker is. And what that's what makes him so dangerous. Mm. It's because he's just very unpredictable and you just don't know. He's not really set. He's got his set structures that he's got on that left-hand side that it's hard to defend, but he also pops up on the right side. He runs, plays off Damian Cook in the middle. You know, he chases kicks from Adam Reynolds. He's just all over the shop. He's not really set in that one position. So he's a lot harder to defend, but... Yeah. Again, it just these big games. It comes down to who's going to control the ball the best, and who's willing to stay in the fight defensively uh, more than the other side. Give it's us going your, to be a cracker, though, mate. Give
0: us your, give us your tip, mate. Who are you backing?
1: I've got. Oh god. Uh, I'm going to go rabbits by two.
0: I honestly have no idea who's going to win, so I'm just going to pick the team. <laughs> I'm going to pick the team with Benji Marshall in it because it would be great to see him win win another grand no, final. 16 yep. years between drinks. But thank you so much to everyone that has listened this year. Thank you, Smithy, for giving me this opportunity. If you missed anything from the show, make sure you download the SCN app, grab the podcast, and grab the podcast. This has been the Captain's Run with Cameron Smith. Catch you next year.